welcome to the Church Sound Podcast. I'm your host, Prentice Thompson, along with the pastor, Caleb Winley. We're here to help you get through Sunday. Was it too loud? Did, did you have feedback? Were the musicians too loud? Could you not hear the pastor? Well, we're here to help you with that. We provide audio solutions for all of your spiritual gatherings. So let's learn something. Right? Let's go. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. What's up, y'all? Yes, welcome to another edition of the Church Sound Podcast. Church I'm your Sound host, Prentice Thompson, along with the pastor. Pastor Kayla Winland, how you going out there? You're talking kind of fast. What's going on? Talking kind of fast. It's all good, man. How you doing today? I'm good, man. It's a long day. It's been yeah, a long one. It's been a long one. It's been a real long for day. For sure, for real, sure. Real, real long day. Anywho, before we get started, definitely want to shout out our sponsor, Metro mm-hmm. Podcast Studio, right in the heart of Metro New York City Podcast. on 25th and Broadway. If you want your podcast, you want a professional podcast situation, they live stream, they record 4K, they have quality audio equipment, and they live stream on every platform, Facebook, YouTube, you name it, they have it. So looking for a place for your podcast, this is the place for you. Hit them up, MetroPodcastStudio.com. All right, man, so... Before we bring on our guest, yeah, 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 you know, because I'm not trying to get over joked. <laughs> yeah, I'm not. Try- I'm not. Tr- yeah, listen, we 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 we, we got a winner coming up. Yeah, man, we got a winner coming yeah, up. Yeah. So, um, need to do, need to do. So, let's jump into Sunday, Sunday school. school. Yeah, for sure. Okay, class is time. Time for Sunday no, school. All right, we got. Three choices. Here we go again. We got Show Me His Colors for 800. Hmm. Number two is Watch Out Now. <laughs> All right. And number three is Place Card. Hmm. Show Me His Colors, Place Card. Let's go we'll watch out now. Watch out now. Watch out. Watch out. Alright, so this was not at an undisclosed location. This was at my very first job. Oh word? My very first job. I worked in a supermarket. Oh, like real men. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I worked at a supermarket. And and I was in the aisle, like packing groceries and all this. Mm-hmm. And we had a real nerdy boss, okay. like super, super nerdy. So me and, and two, two of my friends who were like, probably like maybe 20, okay. 21, like really okay. young. And we were in the aisle, we're, we're, we're like loading the shelves up, right? Mm-hmm. And I started imitating him. Hey, uh, you want to put that back there, sir? <laughs> Hey, this guy's, this guy's fabulous. Oh, my God. Uh, hey, uh, hey, Prentice, can you come here for a minute, sir? Um, I'm looking at your report, and, and we see that. And I'm talking, talking, talking. They're laughing. Ah! They're laughing, 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 laughing. And all of a sudden, they stop. Uh-oh. I already know where this is going. <laughs> so all of a sudden, they stop. And they're, and they're trying to, like, give me the eye, like... <laughs> Try to, they try to like stop me. Sending you a message. They sending me the um, message. They sending me the message. Like, <laughs> and I'm just, and I'm like, hey, so, so, buddy, what do you think? And I turn around, and he's like, hey, Brennan. <laughs> <laughs> and it was like, and he took it really well. Obviously, oh, that's good. Yeah, well, my check was short the next week. So. <laughs> it's like he didn't take it so well. So, so. But I'm, I'm, I'm going to do show you show me his colors. Show me his colors. All right, is the is the church the church story the church story. Wow. Thank you. Amen. Amen again. Amen again. So I'm at an undisclosed location. Okay, we're not going to talk about this one, church. No, we're not going to talk about this church. But. My drummer that was in my performance band played organ as well. Okay. And his his family's church was in an in another town. Okay. So 
he came to rehearsal like really, really pissed off, just like upset. And I was like, yo, what's going on? He said, man, yo, people just messed up and yo, church folk and all this stuff. And I was like, what are you talking about? He said, man, it's messed up. I was like, what are you, what are you talking about? He said, yo, so they asked me to come play organ for them because their organist was out of town. So I said, okay. So I show up and I'm playing and I'm playing services going, services going. And one of the leaders came up to him and said, you need to stop playing because you have one red and that's the devil's color. <laughs> <laughs> so they actually not only, uh, <laughs> not only uh, made uh, him stop playing sincerely, sincerely, but made him leave the church, the church, oh, because man. they're only allowed to wear brown and black. <sighs> Cause you know, yeah. they're only allowed the, to de- wear, the devil's red. The devil's you got to know the devil's colors, and it's and it's hurting the pastor's eyes. Oh my That's what he said. And he said it's hurting it's hurt. his eyes, and he can't look at you. Oh my god! Because 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 we're only allowed to wear brown and black. Could it be that the pastor had cataracts? No. <laughs> I'm trying to give him the benefit of no. a doubt. That cannot. That you cannot tell me that that is absolutely true. I'm absolutely. I'm, oh, I'm so for real. Somebody to say that is. I'm so, so religious, real. and and which goes back to religion. Yeah, man, it destroys, man. <sighs> to destroy, separate, divide. Talented brother. That's about to. I don't want to say turn out, but you know, hook you up. And because of a shirt he wore, or a pair of pants, or whatever, or a bow tie. It's not God. It can't be God because you got on red and that's that's the devil's color. And it's it's hurting my eyes. So you got you got to stop playing. I I think personally, the pastor probably was a crip. That's what I'm thinking. (laughs) (laughs) He he just say he he won't say nothing for Christ. He was a straight up crip for Christ. It's like I used to be a crip. You can't come up in here wearing that red. (laughs) (laughs) Who you think I am? I serve the Lord. Man, but that dude was so oh, hurt. My, but, I, yeah, I would but, be. But it goes back to like people get crushed like like dust in churches yeah, sometimes because of this weight of religion. Exactly. But exactly. know what the good thing is? We got a guest. Yes, that Lord. breaks. That breaks all those modes. Come on, breaks Come on. all Come of on. those modes. I, I, I'll let you do the honors, brother. We'll talk about this man of God. He's, he's he's incredible. I'm just going to make it real short, real sweet, because I think that's exactly what needs to be done. I want to introduce you to the professor, the comedian, the radio host, Marcus D. Wiley. Yes. What's going on, bro? <laughs> What's going How on? you doing? How you doing, brother? Man, I'm good. I'm good. I'm on my way to my son's AAU practice. Oh, man. Wow. That's what's up. How old is your son? He's 12. 12. He just yeah. getting started. That, that AAU, is that's real business right there, brother. Man, AAU, that's the new church. <laughs> <laughs> All huh? parents allowed. Yeah, 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 for sure. <laughs> that's, a, that's the new church. It's, uh, it's family-oriented. They always cheering and shouting at the game, <laughs> and, and they make sure and they make sure they get their offering at the dope. Come on, brother! <laughs> and sometimes yeah. before, uh, yeah. And hello, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> well, sure. our brother here is like a well-renowned comedian. Like I was telling, I was telling Caleb that I was like, I yeah, heard, man. I know, I, I, I'm, I'm, I know voices. Come and on, I yeah. heard your voice. You did because you're that. like you're part of the announcements at our church. Like, <laughs> yeah, man, you, I'm telling you, bro, you, you like comic relief. At yeah. The, so I'm like, I, said, I know, I know his voice, man. I said, you sure this is not? He's like, nah, nah, nah. It's it's, it's not him. And of course, I was. Wrong. And of course, you was wrong as usual. <laughs> of course, you was wrong. So yeah. we gonna talk about you know a, a lot of times people just a little too stuck up. Uh, yeah, in in the body, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. don't know mm-hmm. how to you know let loose, let don't it go, laugh. have fun. Come on, man, laughter. What's the what's the scripture, Pastor? Laughter does 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 good like medicine. 
I thought I was gonna get you. Nah, you ain't gonna get I th- me. I bro. thought I was gonna get you. you I thought I was gonna get you. I thought you were gonna, gonna come out with the, you know, Jesus. Jesus wept. You know, no, no Jesus laughed. Right? <laughs> Jesus laughed. <laughs> nah, man. Well, we all know laughter is really good for you. Like, yeah. in, you know, even in well, it's good for your soul. It's good for your body. It's good yeah. for your immune system. It's good for your mood. Yeah, it deals yeah. with your pain. You know, it yeah. can, it can release stress. Yep, absolutely. So it's it's yeah. good. So God had to put people on earth mm-hmm. to cultivate that, to cultivate, to that. bring Pull it to it the out. surface. Yeah, yeah, mm. sure. Everybody can't do that, bro. No, nope. I tried. <laughs> it don't work. Everybody can't do that. <laughs> I've seen. Some, hey, listen. In my neighborhood, you know how we, you know, back in the day, it was Come mama on. jokes that yeah. still go down in the dozens. Yep. yep. Some brothers just couldn't hang. Some brothers walked away crying. Some, some brothers wanted to fight. Yeah, man. Oh, yeah. Yeah, fight yeah. started over the dozens yeah, yeah, yeah. now. I'm talking about mama my mama jokes. Now. Mama jokes when he got too real. Mm-hmm. Why you got something about mama left foot? <laughs> <laughs> well, there's different, there's different types of comedians. You got your storytellers. Mm-hmm. You got your dudes that it's kind of like physical. They're real physical comedians. They act out the parts. Mm-hmm. You got your deadpans. You got your real smart humor. You got your impressiveness. You have your like the, the, the famous. I haven't heard a one-liner dude in forever, like Rodney Dangerfield in forever. Yeah, nah, nah. And then you got the guys that just kind of talk about themselves all day long. All day long. So <laughs> I have to ask you, brother, what right. category of comedian are you? Um, can you hear me? Yeah, we can, we can hear you fine, sir. Okay, yeah, I uh, I do a little bit of everything. I mean, I tell stories. I definitely uh, keep it personal though, because mm-hmm. I think that's what work. I think in the day's time, you know, everybody since the you know inception of reality TV and social media, now people they just really, really want to know everything. They real knows knows <laughs> exactly, and so they want to know everything about you. So most of my most things I talk about on stage, it really happened. It really happened. Life experience, you know, because I was, you know, I'm a, I'm a rap head. So Chuck D, a public enemy, he says that rap music is a real CNN. I disagree. I say it's comedy. Yeah, for sure. Because comedy really reflects someone's they life. Tell it like it is. Right. You know, and it comes from a real place. Mm-hmm. And the only time you could really tell a real joke if it's really you. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, well, comedy is dark. I mean, you know, right. I, 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 I've started a, a little mentor. I mentor some young comics. And, well, that's uh, dope. I'll say it again. That's dope, bro. Wow. Yeah, yeah, some cats. And uh, they, um, first thing I let them know is this is a solo sport here. <laughs> you, know? <laughs> you know, it's just you and a bunch of people you don't know that's sitting out there looking at you. That's right. And so it's, it, it, it's not the, um, you know, it's not the career for the, for folk with low self esteem mm. and, and folk that struggle with um you, you know self worth because every time we go on stage, it's like you got to keep proving yourself. It's never it's never a oh he legit or she legit. It's you know because somebody has invited somebody to come see you mm-hmm. and it's gonna be their first time. Yeah, right. And so you forever proving yourself. Which can creep into you like, hey, you know, am I really funny? Right. Am I really good? You know? Wow, yeah. So, Start so, to second yeah. guess themselves. Exactly. So what do you think makes a makes a great comedian? Uh well for me, I think one he needs to be uh yeah, uh the comedian needs to be smart. That's good. You know. I think intelligence is is crucial. And uh and I don't mean SAT smart. I mean, just being able to uh, look at things and have a take, have a perspective about it. Okay. Yeah. Uh, so that's what I mean when I'm saying smart. Mm-hmm. And then um, I think you have to have your own style. You need your own style. Yeah. You, you know, you don't want to get up there and they say, man, you remind me of. Right. You know, <laughs> you know try not to do that. Uh, and then I think uh, definitely material, mm. you know. Most of the people that I mentor, it's like they, it's, it's like because we're in this new dispensation of comedy where, like now, in on the internet, 
Guys just make you laugh. They do little skits. The skit doesn't have a body. It doesn't have an intro. It doesn't have a conclusion. Mm-hmm. It just cut the camera on, do it. Well, on stage, you need an intro. Mm-hmm. You need a body. You need a conclusion. I mean, the joke got to go somewhere right. and then come back and then go somewhere else mm-hmm. and then come back. And so, you know, just being able to structure and craft that, you know, that I think I think that's what make you dope, you know, i.e. Dave Chappelle. Oh, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, for sure. That dude is. Oh, he's a bum. Yeah. He's the coldest. Oh, man. Yeah. He the creme to the creme. What, what, yeah. I, what I like about Dave is his perspective is his perspective. Yeah, yeah. He don't, and he don't care if you agree with it. It's, yeah. it's, 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 it's really him. I think the mm-hmm. funny, I think the funny, no, I can't say the funniest thing. The thing that had me dying the most was when he was on his last special and he was talking about how his, all his, all his friends thought, all the, all these rappers thought he was from the hood. Right, right, right. And he was like, he said, you know what's good in the hood? He said, I don't know. <laughs> I grew up just, just poor enough to live in a white labor neighborhood. Wow. Exactly. exactly. And, and, you can't make that up. No, like you no. cannot make that up. Yeah. He's like, you gotta step your game up. Mm-hmm. That's it. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> so, so when did you realize that you were funny? Like, when did you realize? I always knew I had, you know, had a little wit. So I didn't think I'd be a comedian. And uh, I was working on staff at a church. When I was working on staff at this church, man, one of these guys came up to me. I was hosting the show, and he was like, dude, you ever think about doing comedy? Mm. And I was like, ah. He was like, man, you might want to try. And I was like, man, I I, I, I don't want to cuss. He was like, well, don't. <laughs> and I was like, well, all the comedians I know cuss. Exactly. You know, and he was like, yeah, man, but there's some out here that don't cuss. And he brought me a couple of DVDs of some cats and uh, and I listened to him and whatever and then he kind of was my first manager he, he he hooked up a show for me to go do to see if I could do it and uh, man I went did it and it turned out alright and I've been rolling ever since wow that's crazy bro that's dope so I'm so you probably the only only comedian I know that got his first start in the church yeah yeah well, <laughs> yeah. yeah that's true well, I mean but I I, I really I started off, truth be told, I started off doing it at a coffee shop. Okay, okay. And what happened, churches would book out, they would they would buy all the tickets, like a, a single ministry. They would buy all the tickets. Uh, or a marriage ministry would buy all the tickets. A women's ministry, they would buy all the tickets. And so, I didn't start off in churches, just that the church chose to come to my stuff because they it chose was cool. You. Yeah, they chose you, yeah. Yeah, and so then when I saw them church checks, I said, well, you know what? <laughs> I said, well, this just, this just might be God talking. <laughs> this might be the anointing. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I said, my jokes chose you. <laughs> yeah. exactly. Exactly. Stick yourself, fool. Stick yourself. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> you did not go there. <laughs> Yeah, so let me ask you this so how do you know when do you know it's going bad like when how do you when do you know is it like a, can you tell like immediately when is it going bad for who for me or somebody else oh <laughs> you gotta you gotta he, you gotta he, no bomb out he ain't never had a bad day never had a bad day no, bro no, I, I'm not going to say that. Okay. But okay. What I, but what I'm going to say is, I have never, um, uh, I've never been booed, and I've never been, um, you know, sat on. Now I have said a joke back in the day that did not go over well. Okay. But you know, I know how to get out of that joke and go into something, you know, go to something else. Right. Right. But yeah, but now I, I I've never I've never had a, a, a bad day at the office. <laughs> <laughs> That's what's up. That's what's up. Yeah. So yeah. so let me ask you this. 
I'm like I'm I'm pretty observant. I'm a sound guy, so I always want to know why do comedians? I never see them use a stage monitor. Mm, for real? I've you no. know I've, I've 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 watched a lot of shows and been to a lot, of, and I, maybe I don't see them, but yeah, yeah, I, I, not I, I, me either. Never. Well, well, I'm a church boy, so when I'm at that church. <laughs> <laughs> I need that. I'm at that church. I need that weird shot. I need that weird shot. <laughs> I, I, I like. I like to hear me. You know. So, uh, but you know, like when when I perform at the comedy clubs and stuff like that, they have them. But you know, the sound at some of these comedy clubs is, is nowhere near the sound quality that it is at a church. Mm. Uh, I can definitely get that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I can yeah, definitely but, but get plus, that. But plus, the room is smaller. So you know, like from time to time, I, I go do I do I do comedy clubs across the country, and I'm maybe playing a room that's only seating two fifty, three hundred people. Mm-hmm. I go do a bunch of churches where they seating twenty five hundred, mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So they right. kind of need more. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. Wow, that's what's up. I I, I I always want to know that because every comedy club I've been to or like I never never see a wedge on stage. But the church the church boy um um of vision for yourself definitely works because we like them wedges hot. Yeah 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 we need them hot. Yeah for sure. We like <laughs> them wedges hot. For sure for sure. <laughs> yes sir. So let me ask you um has has have you ever been in the middle of you're set at a church and a pastor or the pastoral team, one of them, try to yank you? Pastoral. Pastoral team? <laughs> well, you know what? I'm I'm shockingly surprised that that has never happened. Wow. Um, yeah, that's never happened. But I think, I think, you know, one thing I tried to establish Oh, let me give it to you like this. I was at this church in Dallas. This guy passed by the name of uh, Dr. Tony Evans. It's a church called Oak Cliff Bible Fellowship. Oh, yeah. Yeah, we know Tony, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Real nice ministry up up in Dallas. Mm -hmm. And so one time I was doing their church, uh, because, you know, I do like revivals. Like, I I, I go do three nights at a church. Wow. You know, kind of like a pastor would go do. I, You know, they booked me to come do comedy three nights. Okay. In a room. And it'd be like a comedy revival or whatever. And so one night we was in the green room and uh Dr. Evans came up to me and he said, Hey Marcus, when I preach, I sprinkle a little humor in my sermon so people can receive the word better. And he said, When you do comedy, you ought to sprinkle a little Bible in it. <laughs> oh <laughs> watch this. He said, you ought to bring a little Bible in it, a little word, basically. He said, bring a little word in it, you know. And he just got up and left. He just said that and left. And I'm thinking, well, why would he just say that? But it dawned on me that because I may perform 85, 85% of my work is in churches, mm-hmm. I need to have pastors comfortable with me getting up in front of their people. Sure. Right. You know, and so, so to answer your question... The people, when I go somewhere, they already comfortable. They already know I'm not getting ready to slap the people. Sure. I'm not getting ready to, to do anything, by, you know, vile and, and foul to the congregation. And so, you know, it's, it's normally all good. Well, it's all good. I've only had one ministry that tried to book me, and they said, hey, man, we want to book you. But here are the jokes that you can't do. Oh, they had your Word. jokes? Oh. Yeah. <laughs> They, hold on, wait a minute. Yeah, so I told them, I said, hey, well, y'all probably don't want me. I mean, because, you know, you're telling me what jokes I can't tell. Like, hey, Marcus, we don't want you to tell the Hennessy and Honey Bun joke. You can't tell that joke. <laughs> um, you can't tell. And so I was like, well, yeah, y'all, y'all probably don't want me. So on, in the area of like, so, so if you've only seen that once with the censorship, do you find like denominational churches give you that issue? Or, I mean, like where do you, like where are you finding more your, your maybe issues? And then where do you find people that's like really looking to hire you? You know what I'm saying? Look, or looking to bring you in. 
Yeah, I, I wouldn't say it's denominational, but like I say, I've only had that encounter one time. Mm -hmm. And a lot of times at that particular church, see, anytime your pastor is the event, and <laughs> I'm sorry, how can I say this? Yeah. In English. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's you know, when, safe when, place. When, yeah, no, 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 no. And I'm gonna say I'm, I'm gonna be I'm gonna be legit with it, but I'm just saying how I want to see it. Mm -hmm. So some churches you go to, and the pastor is the event. Okay, mm. he is the main attraction at the church, mm -hmm. and and when it's churches like that, the staff and everybody always feel like they have to. I don't even know if the pastor is even saying this. It's it's the it's his team around him. Mm -hmm that thinks for him mm -hmm. and so they'll come tell you stuff like that hey uh yeah don't do this joe you know because they feel pastor ain't gonna like this exactly mm. okay you know what i'm saying yeah, yeah, uh -huh. so that's, because, that's because the pastor is the event though at that church mm. wow. he the main attract he the main attraction not god the pastor nah, it's, not, it's mm. not even the lord it's the pastor <laughs> That's messed up. Wow. Yeah. But that's truth. Yeah. That's yeah. true. And so and so those are the ministries that where they're going to they're going to look over your material and and and, and they gonna suggest, hey, I suggest you don't you might don't want to do that joke where you talking about hell. Hell ain't ain't such a bad word. You know. <laughs> what? Are you serious? <laughs> yeah. You know, because I do a joke, I talk about the reason why people ain't scared of hell no more is because we use it in such a good way. You know, she's fine as hell. <laughs> we funny as hell. Yeah, you're right, bro. Oh, my man. Man, that sweet potato power was good as hell. I mean, you know, we, just, <laughs> we, we, we throw it around. And so they'll look at, like, yeah, Pastor ain't going to like that. So they'll tell you to edit it. And it's like, hey, let me do my show. Exactly. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Let me do my show. So wow. so when so when did you segue into radio? Like how did that happen? Oh man, that was a beautiful day. Um so in Houston, uh, we had finally got an FM gospel station, and I had been doing comedy probably about four years at the time. And uh, I went up there, I wanted to do a Sunday show called Sunday After Church Drive mm. with Marcus D. Wiley. And I, I had put my little air check together, which is like a demo. And I, uh, I had this character on that Bishop Secular. I had, um, I had, um, um, you know, things that I would be doing at, when people after church, like, hey, what restaurant y'all going to? Or if y'all eating at home, give me the menu. I had all these things. Mm. And I took it up to the radio station and the lady was like, nah, nah. she didn't listen to it. She was just like, nah, 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 no. And so I was like, dang. So a couple of months later, the Yolanda Adams Morning Show came, mm -hmm. to, um, uh, and, and and it came to Houston, and uh, just so happened I had just did a show with Miss Yolanda Adams, and oh, she was man. just in the audience just laughing. I'm talking, about she was just laughing at every joke I said. She was just she was just going in, and then next thing I know, she get a morning show, and so they had a comedian for her morning show, but some work the, the contract didn't work out for him. And so they was trying to get other comedians. And she said, no, I just saw this dude. I saw this dude that I think y'all need to look at, you know. And, you know, she just kind of big up me. And they didn't even know me. I was an unknown. Wow. And so and so when I, so by her word, they brought me in. And I auditioned three Fridays in a row. And, uh, and then she was like, yo, man, you got the job, you know. So after that. The, the morning show went from Houston to now syndicated. That's what's up. That's and, that, yeah, and that's what's up because, you know, I was really mad at that radio station. <laughs> yeah. But imagine. it came back you know? around. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I, I, I was mad at him because I was like, I don't mind you telling me no, but at least listen to myself and exactly. tell me no. Exactly. And then, but you know, sometimes they just show you how God got a bigger plan. He was yeah. like, hey, man, don't, don't burn down the radio station. Don't go <laughs> Just hold up a second. I got I got something bigger and better for you. That's what's up, man. Wow. Yeah. yeah. So how long has how long how long have you been doing radio? So we did radio syndicated for ten years from 06 to sixteen. And now we we back um 
in Houston. We just in Houston, you know, but people streaming and all that now. But but uh, but yeah, but we just do it in Houston, uh, hoping to, you know, still still want to go syndicated though. You know, man, it's, you kind of miss doing fifty eight markets, and now you just do one market. Right. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah. Because I, I I've heard the pastor pastor secular right. Bishop, Bishop, Bishop secular. secular. Yeah, I knew. I, I heard. I told you. I told <laughs> He's you. He's over here bugging out, bro. <laughs> <laughs> it's all good though. So yeah. if you if you had if you had any 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 jewels that you could drop to a church about bringing in a comedian, what would you tell them? Uh you know, one you want to make sure that. When you bring in a comedian, it's not somebody that's gonna, um, it's not somebody that's going to, you know, I guess, PP your church. Mm-hmm. Because, you know, I think the thing that I got from Dr. Evans and then just me and me knowing is when I get up at a church, I already know, like, okay, uh, you know, these folk here, a lot of them are, vulnerable, mm-hmm. sensitive, uh, looking to get offended. I mean, they be looking to get, I mean, just, sure. just, say, just, <laughs> oh, yeah. just say one thing, just say one thing. And I'm, <laughs> and they, I'm, I'm emailing the pastor, the church, you know, they, you know, they, <laughs> and so, <laughs> I, and so I think I, I, I tell the church, you know, one, prepare your people. Mm-hmm to be able to laugh at their situations and themselves. We laughing tonight. Exactly. You know, we're not judging tonight. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we're we not looking to get offended tonight. So that's first thing. But then I would tell them in selecting a comedian, select a comedian, you know, you want to select a comic because since it's a church. You want to co- select somebody that's funny, but also uplifting. Exactly. That's motivating. Mm-hmm. You know, you want to select a comic that's light, mm. you, you know, and, and, and that's basically what I try to be. You know, when I get off the stage, you know, I, I want to let married people know, hey, man, my wife threw all my clothes in the hallway mm-hmm. <laughs> and, and, and we got separated. And, you know, I'm, I'm, and I'm making it I'm making it very funny. But at the end of the day, <laughs> we've been married 22 years. We still here. You know, yada, yada, yada. So, you know, in my joking, I'm still letting you know, you know, hey, that's what marriage is. Exactly. You know, and so I think that's, you know, that's important. I think that's excellent because you get the opportunity to minister without ministering. They don't even know they're being ministered to because because it's being funneled through the laughter. It's just like when we play your, I've been playing your clip about you at the barbershop and you was asking all the brothers in the barbershop why they don't go to church. And so yeah. I broke it up into every barber and been working it through the whole week. But my, my focal point is to get people to sit back, especially our leaders and say, wait a minute, are people really saying these kinds of things and not yeah. wanting to come to the church because of these, these actual issues? You know what I'm saying? And I thought that that was dope the way you did it, bro. I was sincerely. Oh, I appreciate that. Yeah, so that's that's one of the major pieces I've been on right now. You know, with that particular material, I now I get booked now to go consult with with churches. That's dope, bro. Wow. Yeah, yeah I go consult with churches because you know that's the thing about the church. We do a great job, and 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 this ain't no shot at the church. Mm-hmm. We just do, but we do a great job at. At uh, you, you know, trying to trying to make sure that everybody that's in church, uh, you know, is possibly doing well, and mm-hmm. you know, life is you know full of prosperity and peace and joy and love and all that. But then every Sunday, what you do, you 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 extend this invitation, mm-hmm. <laughs> and you extend this invitation to people that say, "Hey, man, they jacked up." Mm-hmm. Yep. And they they super jacked up and 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 they don't really want they don't want any judgment exactly and they don't want to take their hat off and they don't I mean dog I'm just coming through I mean I, I, when I get to the door I don't want to hear a whole lot of rules mm-hmm. I mean 
I'm just, I'm just, I'm just trying to see, see about this little old life y'all talking about. But mm-hmm. man, I don't want to, I don't want to, <laughs> I don't want to not be me. Right. Yeah. yeah. Right. You're right, bro. You're right. You're right. Yeah. You're right. I, I mean, I was at one church and a friend of mine invited this Muslim brother to, to church, and the pastor was like, "You gotta take that thing off your head." Yeah, and I was yeah. like, "No, he don't. Right? No, he don't. <laughs> he, God is inside wow. of all of us. He ain't like he ain't looking at his hat. Nope. He looking at yeah. his heart. I mean, yeah. I think that's what the yeah. word says. That Am I right, word, pastor? That is what the word says. So he ain't looking yeah. at his hat. Not at all. If that brother got him to come to church, that's yeah. I mean, that's amazing. That right is there. yeah. That's that is the that's the crux of it. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. That's the landing place. Exactly. He got him to come. So now you're gonna make him take off his hat, take off, take up his figure of his religion, and you haven't even like you don't even know how much of a turnoff that 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 probably was. I had to step in, like, no, nah, no, nah, leave him alone, leave him alone, like leave leave yeah, him that's alone that's because offensive. you're you're offending him. One, you're showing that you don't respect what he believes. How can you respect ex- get respect back? Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah, I see it happen all the time. I see it happen all the time. You know, so I try to educate, try to educate through the humor because I'm letting them know. You think that the dude coming in here looking like quote unquote a, you know, maybe a, a, a thug or you know street guy, you know, mm-hmm. super urban, and you're saying, man, they need to dress better, and they thinking you need to dress better. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> because. Because the jeans that he got on, three hundred dollar jeans. Exactly. Right. And you got open toe shoes with stockings. Hello. And, <laughs> yeah. and, and the suit you got on was ninety nine dollars. Hello. The exactly. suit you got on. <laughs> with the exactly. same color shoes. You know what I'm saying? Same color shoes. And socks. And exactly. socks. <laughs> and tie. Yeah, everything. Come on. And handkerchief. All of that. And the brim. Oh. Look at looking like Ronald. Straight up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's crazy. Man, so let me ask you, who are your top five comedians all time? Number one, Dave Chappelle. Okay. Number two, Chris Rock. Mm -hmm. Number three, um, um, I'm going to go with Number three, I'm gonna go with this dude named Rod Man. Hmm. Mm. Mm-hmm. Totally different. Totally different. I, I like this Rod Man. Uh, number four, I'm gonna go with ah, uh, who would be four? Oh man. I know it's tough. I know it's yeah, tough. Yeah, yeah, it is. No, it is. It's, 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 it's tough now, but it, but my top's not tough. I mean, I'm real <laughs> clear. I'm real clear with one and two. Mm-hmm. Got you. Yeah. Um, but uh, I would say, um, I'm going to say Jamie Foxx before the Grammys and the Oscars. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I understand that. Okay. I got yep. you. Yep. Yeah. Before Grammy, Oscar, Jamie. Right after Living last, Color. Right after Living Color. Right after that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then last but not least, I'll probably go with... I'll probably go with um either Martin... Either Martin or... Hmm. I'll just go with Martin just for sake of time. <laughs> but... <laughs> <laughs> But but here's the thing. Those are my my favorite, but my five influentials. Okay, let's do that. See, so if you ask me who who influenced me, now I'm gonna go with. Let's take and this is this is in no order, but I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go uh, Steve Harvey because okay. I'm talking about now. I'm talking about when I started. Sure, sure. Started. It was Steve Harvey because, not that he's so funny, he taught me confidence. 
Mm, okay. See, Steve, he taught me pres- presentation. Now, I don't wear the Steve Harvey suit or anything, but the way he look and the way he walk out there, he first of all, he going to be clean. Mm-hmm. Whether that's your type of clean or not, it's clean to the people that's there. So, he going to be super clean. He going to be sharp, crisp. And he got a confidence like, hey, man, if y'all ain't laughing, that's y- y'all dumb. This funny, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> like, like what I'm saying right now is hilarious. For sure. Yep. And, and, and y'all, y'all, y'all dumb. Not me. <laughs> so, so I kind of got, I kind of got that from Steve. Ricky Smiley. Yeah. He was the first person, he was the first person I saw be able to get on stage and talk about church stuff. Yeah. Yeah. And so I needed to see that when I first started, like, because I knew a lot about church and I'm a preacher's kid, preacher's mm-hmm. grandkid, preacher's great grandkid. So I already know where I'm, where I'm going to be, where my base of my material going to come from. And it was good to see somebody be able to do it, you know, in clubs and everywhere you go talking about church. And I was like, oh, so talking about church works. And so, you know, got that from him. Chris Rock with the content. Mm-hmm. Um, Jamie with he look funny. See, this is crucial. Jamie, when he walk out on stage, you laughing. I'm already, You're already laughing. You're already yeah, laughing. Yeah, yeah. I'm already laughing. He ain't, he ain't said nothing. <laughs> he, he ain't said a word. And I'm already smiling and laughing because I'm like, this be stupid. Like, just I'll rip. And then, um, and the fifth one would be Martin. And the reason why I always use Martin is because watching um, his stand-up, you know, um, um, what was his first one? The, the big one. Deaf comedy, right? No, no, no. no. Talking about the um, what is it called? Ooh. I see it in my head. Oh, it's so crazy, no? no, no. Yeah, um, you so crazy. Yeah, you so crazy. Okay, yeah, yeah. Okay. Martin, he just looked like he was having fun, and when I'm on stage, I want to look like I'm. That's having. good. That's good. I want to look like I'm enjoying my job. Sure. You know, you got other comedians act like they, they mad, they agitated, you know. Or whatever, but no, no. I want to look like I'm having a good time. Yeah. And so those were the ones that you know influenced me. I noticed that you miss you. You mentioned one comedian in both of your lists. Why? I think I mentioned two. Uh, we mentioned Chris Rock in both of your lists. Yeah, and Martin. And Martin. Yeah. Let's start with Chris. Did you? Yeah, and Jamie. Yeah, and Jamie. Yeah, okay, sure did, okay. Yeah. But I think Chris yeah. Rock kind of stuck out to me because um, why is that? Well, Chris Rock, what he has, see, Chris Rock, what I like about him, he's always saying something in the joke. That's what he, that's what him and Dave got. Mm-hmm. Right. They always saying something. It's a joke, but it's also a point. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's also insight. You know, even it ain't got to be so deep. Just like I remember when Chris Rock said, Shaq is rich, but the cat who writes Shaq check is wealthy. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know what I'm saying? I mean, just things like that. And, and then, of course, then, that, that, that's like a premise, but that's a statement. And then he's going to his joke to kind of show you the difference. You know, I like I like, I like, like him because he always has something to say. His last, his last special is dope. Yeah. Tambourine. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Oh, ridiculous. Just ridiculous, man. I mean, him, you know, him and Dave, you know, that sticks and stones that they did, man. It's, oh man, so, this is an instant classic. Yeah, that's like yeah. school. Yeah. <laughs> man, that's just yeah, like yeah, he, he hurt yeah. some people. <laughs> yeah, it's the setup because like his like it seemed like his punchline is like. Five jokes away. Exactly. Yeah. Yep. In his head, and you yep. like, and then he, I mean, just, he's just brilliant. He's just brilliant. And he's he's a genius, man. Just the way he even opened up the show with the Prince. I was dreaming yeah, when yeah, I wrote yeah. this. Yeah. <laughs> man, excuse me, ghost. I, 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 <laughs> I was like, what? And then he go with the with the dude Bardane, Anthony Bardane, whatever the guy that committed suicide. Oh yeah, yeah, Anthony, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I said, oh man, this cat is. 
You know what I like? What I like about you, bro, which I think is extremely dope, is the fact that you actually listen to other comedians. You know what I mean? You, you have your own favorites. You know what I'm saying? So I've I've met a lot of comedians. They be like, I'm my best. I, I, it's just about me. And I'm like, really? Nobody? No, nobody? Not even Richard Pryor? Nobody? Right. <laughs> just me and God. It's like just me in yeah. the back room. It's like really? And then they come and they, and then the same brother came to our church and did the same joke twice. So it, it kind of explains yeah. itself. <laughs> For the second year. The second year, yeah. yeah. Well, I, I think the reason why comics to say that is because, like, once you listen to other comics, because we all kind of think on a certain on a certain wavelength, mm-hmm. you don't want to subconsciously think that that's your material, that what you heard. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Okay, never looked at it from that point of view. Okay. And the reason why I can say people like Chris Rock and Dave Chappelle is because. I know that's their stuff. Sure. I mean, you know, I mean, <laughs> right, <laughs> right. <laughs> right. <laughs> because, because see, because see, the, because they writing suggests, hey, <laughs> this hey, is bro, me. This is mine. And exactly. You know it's mine. And if you say it, people gonna know it's mine. Exactly. Yeah, people gonna know it's mine. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. That sound like Chris Rock. Yep. Yeah. That sound like Jerry Seinfeld. Mm-hmm. <laughs> exactly. That sound. Like- <laughs> Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. You just read the whole book. You must have to do the, do the whole back back of the set. It, it has <laughs> happened before. It, trust me, it has happened. Yeah, man. So, well, thanks, man. Um, so we thank you for joining the show. We appreciate yeah, your man. time, brother. Oh, um, man. we know you you're about to go to the game. Yeah, and root on your youngin. Root on your root on your youngin. Yeah, man. Hope he wins. Yeah, he will. So, so we appreciate your time. So tell us how, how people can get in touch with you, sir. And talk about oh, that man. book, bro. Talk about your everything, book. Everything is my name. Uh, website, MarcusDWiley.com. And Instagram, Marcus, at MarcusDWiley. Twitter, at MarcusDWiley. And I think Facebook is I am MarcusDWiley or something like that. I don't know. My wife do all that. I don't know. Okay. <laughs> so I don't know. <laughs> That's what's up, bro. That is now now listen, bro. Now I saw the book. You gotta give me two minutes, two minutes about the book. But the book called Hustle and Faith. Okay. And uh it was just uh it was just at um, you know, Yolanda. We was on the show one day and I was telling I've been doing a whole lot of uh speaking engagements, you know. You know, people wanted you to come, you know, speak, come to high schools and colleges and talk to the youth and uh, talk to the youngsters. And and so she said, man, you need to put your story in a book, you know, mm-hmm. almost basically saying the game is to be sold and not told. Mm-hmm. And um, and so, man, I, I, I got down and, and I just made uh, I just wrote this book that, that I figured would help me get to this point, which is was hustle and faith and you know i i use the scripture you know of course the faith without works is dead mm-hmm. now you get in church and you just be like god do it i'm living right now do it but but he'd be like now nah, could you know <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah you're right you still gotta do some work you i mean you still gotta work you still gotta you know work at it and so uh and i just kind of talked about it's just stories about how i uh, became the comic how i became um, a professor, how I became a comedian, and then it got other other stories in it about you know my wife and my, my kids, and uh, well, I got two kids now, but at the time I only had one, mm-hmm. so my son and and you know just it was just a cool and, and it was an easy read. Okay, you know I wrote this for the non-readers okay. like me. Exactly. Yeah, I wrote it for the, I wrote it for the non-readers. It's a book you can finish. Okay. Yeah. Okay, that's good. That's good. Yeah, you ain't got to thumb through it and go, oh, man, it's got 2,000 pages. You know? <laughs> <laughs> no. That's what's up, bro. That's dope, man. I'm looking I'm looking forward to reading it, too, because I, I, I didn't know about it. I'm not going to sit here and say, oh, I read it in page 15. I got it all highlighted. No, we are Christians. We do not lie. So I'm looking forward to reading your book, bro. He a comedian. He don't lie. Yeah, yeah absolutely. <laughs> 
And so, you know, it, it's wow, man. This 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 was blessing, man. This is a blessing, and we're looking forward to bringing you in. So you're gonna be you're gonna be hearing from me again, real soon, real real soon. I can't wait. Appreciate y'all having me. Yes. So we want to thank our esteemed guest, Brother Marcus D. Wiley, my brother. Yes. Thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you for coming out. And I, I would listen to this dude in the morning, bro. Wow. I would listen crazy. to him in the morning. That is crazy. I was so wrong. You were so wrong, but think about it. Dude, we getting a lot of A-listers, guests yeah, on man. the show. Oh, yeah, man. Hey, if I want thing I could tell you, people out there, got to put in your work. Put it in. Yep. You got to put your work in and... um. And strive, you know, whatever your dreams and visions are. Yeah. You don't, 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 don't let them stay dreams and visions. Yeah. And, you know, it's funny because I remember um, my man of God says he has a message. He talks about seed time and harvest. And a lot of times what we always have, to, what we tend to do is we, we try to do things outside of God's timing. And then we expect the best. I'm saying that because we this was not something that was an idea two weeks ago. This was in the heart of my brother years ago. And but it wasn't the time for it. So now that we've stepped into God's timing for this, we're able to see. Well, look, I mean, just if you just go through the roster of the individuals that have been showing up and the people that are going to continue to show up because we're in that place where God wants us to be. And so, you know, the Church Down podcast can't do but more than blow up. Yes, yes, yes. So, um, this has been a great so I hope you guys really enjoyed what how how important laughter is. Yeah. And yeah, how sure. to how to incorporate it into your church events. Please do. Please because it's do. not all about hucking and bucking and sha na 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 all the time. No. You know, if God didn't have a sense of humor, there would have never been humor. Or in humans. A, humans. <laughs> in a, you know, he, he wouldn't have gave humans humor. No. Not if, at all. If it, if it wasn't from him. So You're right. um, do that. Just don't be stuck in the box. You know, reach out to my brother. Bring him in. He is hilarious. Check him out. Mm-hmm. And... As always in parting, keep God first in everything you do. And we see you next time on the Church Sound Podcast. Yeah.